this series has this series is more personal because in the next four weeks I'm going to show you uh, how God wants to change you. I'm going to teach you how to pray for change. Uh, how many of you really want to change? <clears throat> Paul struggles with something in Romans 7. Paul says, thank you, ushers. Paul says, man, the thing that I want to do, <clears throat> I'm not doing it. But I'm doing the very thing that I hate doing. Anybody been there? Seriously, I'm, I'm serious. You, you said you would never do that again. Come on, somebody. But you find yourself, man, doesn't that frustrate you? Seriously, you want to keep your word. Come on, I'm talking to some real folk today, am I? Amen. And I'm saying, I'm saying, you like, man, I want, man, I'm, man, I want to do this. I, I got to do this. Amen. But, but it just like, I can't do it. I don't know. You know, it's like a child that you keep trying to correct and you're like, man, what is going on? And we find ourselves in this child mode. Amen. With God, right? And you're like, man, I want to change. And I believe resurrection morning or Sunday is a great day to begin a series on change because I believe that it's God is the only one that can change us. I believe that if all of us, if all of us in this church today, if we all were to do the things that we really want to do, if all of us in here would do the things that we're that we really want to do, the thing that we're not doing, but we really want to do it, I believe we'd be different people. I believe that we would, we would, we can move mountains. I believe what Jesus said, if you speak to this mountain, and, and listen, let me just say this to you. Uh, worry doesn't get you nowhere. Amen. I'm going to just say that. I'm going to drop that to you right there. It doesn't get you nowhere. You can keep worrying about stuff, amen, but guess what? Until you get up and do something about it, it's not going to change. And there are things in my life that I struggle with that, that if, I, if I could just, you know, break past, you know, it, it, it's no longer uh, I don't have the money to do it, right? You know what I mean? You, 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 that, you pass that, you know what I mean? Or I, I don't have... I don't have transportation, <laughs> amen. Or, or I don't have, you know, I don't live in the right environment. It's bigger than that now. It's, 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 it's right here. It's something inside of you that keeps stopping you. Amen. It keeps stopping you from getting to the place where you truly, if, can I ask you something? If you truly was to get your way today. If you would truly was to implement that change today in your life, where would you be? Some of us be millionaires in here. Am I right about it? Some of us would be would have taken a, a different route right now in life. So, some of us will not be settling 
for mediocre. Come on, somebody. Some of us here today, we wouldn't be doing the same. We wouldn't be living in the same zip code that we're living in right now. Amen. If you could get your way today, come on, somebody. Where would you be? That's a good question. And so today in this series, as we kick off this series, we're going to talk about Lord, because here's what I figured out. I can't do it anymore. How many been there? How many? I just can't do this no more. I, it, it has to be God. You know, you know when I was an unbeliever, uh, if I, would att- I, I, would, I would tell you stuff, and you, you just, just don't believe me, just... <laughs> Don't believe me. I, I would have told you that. I wouldn't have told you that then. But when I was unbelieving, I would tell you stuff. Amen. What you say? What you say? What you say? What you say? I got you, didn't I? <laughs> Amen. I meant that. Amen. <laughs> Y'all ain't trying to hear me today. <laughs> But um, there's certain things that I said, I was unreliable, right? I, I would say certain things. I didn't mean it. You know why? Because I had no clue. You know, my words carry no weight. Amen. And I, I believe as believers, that's where it begins, our integrity. My yes is my yes. My no is my no. You know what I mean? It's not in between. I don't say things and then don't do it anymore. Amen. I try everything in my power to commit myself to whatever I say I'm going to do. And, and what I needed, how, how that changed in my life. See, here's the thing. People think that we arrive at this point just because you say a cute prayer and accept Christ and get baptized and come to church. Listen, I know a bunch of people who have got baptized. They're in church. They're, they, listen, they're reading their scripture, but they're not changing. God spoke to me about this change thing. And he told me that this is a year of change. You know, I want to congratulate Sister Erica Amen, for making a change in her life. Because two years ago, we talked about, a year ago, we talked about her going back to school to get a CNA license. And she was like, well, Pastor, you know, I ain't got the money. And, you know what I mean? And, you know, money, money, money's the issue and things like that. You know, we talked about that. But she had to wait. And sometimes with your change, you got to wait until the proper timing for your change. But at least she never gave up Come on, somebody, on the dream. I remember Sister Williams. Come on, somebody. Amen. I remember when she wanted to go back to school. Amen. She went back to school. She, she wanted to be a correctional officer. She went through the academy. She went through the stuff, and she did it. I remember these things, but it wasn't until she was sick and tired of being sick and tired and she was ready to make a change in her life that that change came. And I want to say to somebody here today, I'm already in my sermon, all right? I want to say to somebody here today that your change can only come if the Lord helps you. Because you're beyond changing yourself. You can't do it. 
So this is going to be our mantra from now on. Lord, change me. For the next four weeks, that's where we are. Lord, change me. Amen? So open your Bible. So I want to give you the first, the, the first things that you need. There are four things that must happen. I'm going to give you those four things today. The four things that must happen, amen, if change will come in your life. So open your Bibles to the book of Proverbs. Yeah. See, here's what I figured out. Proverbs is a book of wisdom. And I realize how foolish I am. Amen. I realize that Man, if, if I need advice, see, this book that we put in the back of our car and let the sun beat down on it and then just start ungluing, <laughs> right? This book has all the answers. I promise you, if you read it and then apply it, you'll change. Proverbs chapter 3, I figure let's go to the wisdom Let's get some wisdom. Let's get some, let's get some wisdom. Let's see what the wisdom writer says. And you know what else I'm doing right now? I started uh, 15 days ago. I started doing one proverb a day. There are 31 proverbs. If you do one a day, and then you highlight the verse that sticks out to you. Each day, God speaks to me from a different word, from, from the wisdom, from the wisdom, right? So look what it says here. Proverbs chapter 3. I want to look at verse 5. Verse 5 and verse 6 today. Look what it says. Just, you're familiar with this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways. Acknowledge him, and he will, turn your neighbor and say, he will. He will make your path straight. Let us pray. Father, we thank you. Lord, we're grateful for this opportunity and privilege that you've given unto us. I ask now that you'd bless now the preaching of your word. Touch the hearts and touch the minds of your people. Speak, God, we're listening. Lord, we want to change. Lord, change me. Change me, Lord. Let us experience change through and transformation through this series. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And thank God. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of a holy God. You know, that phrase, Lord, change me, is a phrase that we all use, you have used at some point in our lives. Anybody remember when you, when you asked him, oh, Lord, change me? I remember having a, an anger problem that I couldn't handle. I remember having this anger deep down inside of me that I could not control. 
And it wasn't until I said, Lord, I, ha I have some testimonies from my personal life. I'm not just making this stuff up. This is real. I said, Lord, change me. And it seemed to me that when I prayed that prayer, my change began. I remember when I, when I struggled with giving. I really did. I struggled with that. I, shoot, I ain't giving them my money. It's my money. Shoot, I work for that. Church just wants your money. Preacher just wants your money. I said, Lord, change me. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. I remember when I, I felt like, you know, with my marriage, my wife and I couldn't get along. Amen. I didn't say, Lord, change my wife. I said, Lord, change me. And it wasn't until I started to change, then my wife started to change. And then eventually we both changed. And we came to the place where we are today. You see, change is a very complex thing, as I've told you before in this series. And no matter who you are or what you've accomplished in life, amen, at some point you come to the place where you realize, watch this, that the things that you are doing to change is not Working. High five your neighbor and say, it ain't working. Shoot, that ain't working. Listen, we done tried the shack. Amen. We done tried to get a, get a hotel. It, didn't, it did not work. And it has not worked. Amen. I've been trying to do it. Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't trying to hear me today. Huh? Amen. Listen, I, I've been trying to do it. We've been shacking for a minute. Turn to your neighbor and say, it ain't working. It just ain't working. I, I mean, listen, you may want to do it your way, all the way, every time, but it ain't working. Amen. And, and you know, I just told a couple that I was counseling. I said, now, y'all, uh, let me just say this to you. When you get married, I hate to break back, I mean, hate to be the bearer of bad news, but from the moment you say, I do, Satan wants you to say, I don't. So he goes into overtime to try to destroy your marriage. So you, you can't win with Satan, so you definitely need the Lord. You follow what I'm saying? Because once you get in that covenant with God and in marriage, guess what happens? The enemy gets busy. Amen. When we weren't living right, everything was cool, seemed like. Seemed like. Amen. But, but, but watch this. What seemed right when it was wrong was wrong all the time. Come on, somebody. And so, so we've all gotten to this place where we've said we know we need something. You know, some, you know, some people call it divine intervention. That's what some people call it. Amen. I call it an encounter with God. Amen. And until you and I get to this place in our lives, we are not going to change. There are four things that you and I need. Four things we need. You see, why is it so hard to change? We start, but we stop. Am I right about it? 
We ask God for change. Watch this. And when the process begins, watch this, we back away. Amen. We're like, man, that's hard. Shoot, that's hard, man. I'm trying to, man, I, I now, now here's what I'm going to say to you. Be careful what you ask God for. Be very careful. And this is why when you pray, you have to be specific about what you're asking for because guess what? He's going to give you because he loves you. But God's ways are not our ways. See, the way God will deliver you will not be the way you would deliver you. Hello, somebody. You will deliver you with no pain, no problems, no situations. You're like, who here's a free pass? But God, God will put you, God, God will do this. God will have you between the cross. <laughs> you know, you're like, you're like right here, like, man, God, when am I going to get over that? I'd rather be over there. Right? This, you know, God's way is like, all right, okay. Uh, whew, I made it through that. But you know why God offers you a way out even though it may be tough? So that you won't repeat the same mistakes over and over again. See, because when it comes easy at times, amen, we don't appreciate it. And, and, and every now and then, I got to tell you this, every now and then God will give you a pass. Now, he'll, he'll let you, he'll just bless you, just to bless you. Right? He'll bless you so much so that you'll be like, wow, man, I'm blessed, man. Woo. Yeah. All right. I'm do yeah. I'm on my way. And then all of a sudden you start you start backing away. Watch this from the process. Change is a process. See, because we were born as sinners, and we have a tendency, listen to me real good, to gravitate back to the old sin nature. Amen. Yeah, watch this. You, you, you may not have cussed for a long time. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. See, y'all sanctified folk. You know, you, know, you get saved. Y'all get sanctified and holy and stuff. Y'all cuss. Wait, did he say cuss? Yeah, I said cuss. And I said you. <laughs> Amen. You you may not have cussed for a long time. You ever notice that something just come along, you got boom, you just drop. It. You look at yourself and say, "Man, did I just say that?" See, it's so it's like gravel in your mouth. You know what I mean? You're like, "Man, did that?" So it goes to show you, watch this, that the old nature is still there. But because you're under the word of God and you're under guidance and you're under counsel and God and the Holy Spirit is inside of you all that stuff is dying but it's still there are you with me you you want to do right but you keep gravitating back to watch this to wrong but but listen and then you beat yourself up and then you stop the process Preacher, yeah, that, that's exactly what you, man, forget that. All right, man, living hard is too hard. Living right is too hard. Amen. You ever hear that? You know why it's hard? Because you're in the flesh. <laughs> if you were in the spirit, amen, and if you were living according to the word, but that's hard for some of us. Listen, I don't know one person here who don't want to be blessed. 
The question I have for you, are you willing to do what it takes? And what it's going to take today is the Lord to change you. The question today is on resurrection morning. Amen. Do you want the Lord to change you? Now here's what I want you to do. I got an assignment for you. Y'all ready? Y'all got a pen? Y'all got your cell phone out? Put in your notes. Amen. When you're done, text me. No, no, no. Text the text to give number. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I meant to say that. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Amen. I want you today to date it. I want you to write it and date it. The one thing you want God to change in your life right now. I want you to write that down for me. I already got mine down, my attitude. I'm just telling the truth. And I don't respond all the time as a pastor. Amen. Sometimes that street come out. I said, where did that come from? I'm like, man, shoot, I thought that was gone. Amen. So write that one thing down that you want the Lord to change. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to date it. Amen. In four weeks, amen. If God hadn't changed that, that means you hadn't been to church. <laughs> Boy, that was cold. <laughs> Amen. No, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm being for real. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 here, now, here, now, here's what you're going to do every day. Every day you're going to pray about it. And you're going to say these words every day. It's going to be your mantra. If it's, if it's doubt, Lord, help, Lord, change me. When you wake up in the morning, the first thing off your mouth is what? Lord, change me. And watch what starts happening in your life. Now, if you can't make it here, you can watch it on Periscope. You can watch it live, amen, on the internet. But watch this, though. Watch this. My aim today is to encourage you. The, the writer of this Proverbs talks about the rewards of wisdom. And what I found out, saints, is that there's things, uh, the reason we're not changing is because we're not accumulating wisdom. You see, what we're doing is we think we're smart. Amen. Well, I've been doing this for a long time. I've been living a long time. Yeah, you've been living a long time, but look at your life. Come on, somebody. And I thank God that you're here today is to get some wisdom. The text says, verse cha chapter, uh, chapter 3, Proverbs chapter 3. Let's look at the context of this passage. The purpose of these chapters, which is to demonstrate the wisdom's worth. Amen. Listen, if you have wisdom, you don't need money. Because wisdom makes you money. Come on, somebody. I promise you it does. You, you have wisdom. Not only will you have money, but you'll know how to keep the money. 
Because you'll, you'll make wise investment. No, investments. Amen. You're going to put your money where your money is going to work for you. Amen. And your money is going to bring back a return because you have wisdom. Amen. So in order for God to change you, amen, he got to give you a little wisdom. Are you with me? Watch the text. The text says, my son, do not forget my teachings, but let your heart keep my commandments for length of days and years of life and peace they will add to you. See, a lot of people are trying to find peace in life without wisdom. But not only that, but they're trying to build their lives with worldly teaching rather than spiritual teachings. He says, son, if you keep, he says, first of all, don't forget what you learn. Every time you come to church, you should have a pen and a pad. And then when you leave church, you ought to take what you wrote down and say, okay, today I'm going to apply this. Like you're going to do this week. When you wake up in the morning, you're going to say, Lord, come on, say it with me. Lord, Lord, change me. Look what he says. Look what he says. He says, if you keep my commandment, what would happen? First of all, you will lengthen your life. In other words, see, his thing is more than just, see, when you have wisdom, you know how to eat right. Ain't that something? Seriously, but when you, when you have no wisdom, you just eat whatever you, ham hog, fried chicken, whatever you, you know, there's a place for all that, but not every day. Don't wait till you get older and regret what you've been eating all your life. Oh, I wish I had somebody. You follow what I'm saying? And so, so I didn't find this out till later. He says right here, he says, but not only will you lengthen the days of your life, but watch this, watch this, and peace. They will what? Add what? To you. Listen, the only way you can change is if you apply God's word to your life. But not only that, as you are, as you are implementing the word to your life, watch this, you're changing, but you're at peace. Let me, let me show you something. When you are facing adversities, and you will, you shall not be moved. Listen, listen. The peace of God, the Bible says, which surpasses all. Listen, I don't even understand why I didn't curse you. I, I, I don't understand it. I should. Come on, somebody. I should go off. Come on, somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I should have left you a long time ago. You crazy, crazy self. <laughs> Amen. And the reason I have peace is because I've been applying God's word. Are you with me? See, here's the thing. The world can't change you. Money doesn't change you. Money gives you more problems. Amen. The more you have, the more you be thinking about it. But when God blesses you, you don't even think about it. Are you with me? Are y'all with me? Watch, watch this now. Watch this. Watch this. Watch what he says. Verse 3. He says, do not let kindness and truth leave you. 
Watch this. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the table of your heart. Verse 4, so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. The writer is telling us, if I let kindness, listen, stop letting people call you nice. The word nice, the etymology for the word nice is foolish. And whenever a person say you're nice, they're taking advantage of you. The Bible calls you to be kind. You ever notice the people call you nice, they always call you, they ain't got nothing to do. They always borrowing your stuff. Amen. They never have nothing. Amen. You know, you know what they say? You're so nice. You know what they're saying? You're so foolish. I ain't giving you that back. I borrowed it, but you ain't get. I'm going to pay you back. I ain't going to pay you back because you're nice. Because you won't ask them for it back. But when you know the Lord... And when you have practiced his word and when God changes you, the Bible says the wicked flee when no one is pursuing. But the righteous comes bold as a lion. Amen. And that's a principle. You can be kind and not be rude. Are you with me? Come on, somebody. You can hold people accountable Amen. And still get your point across. But see, we're not there yet. Because we haven't changed yet. Are you with me? We're a little bit rough. We're a little bit tough. We're a little bit, you know, jagged edges. You understand what I'm saying? But, but, but listen, if you start asking God, you know why most married people don't get along? Money and communication. Two things that they got problems with. Money, communication. I want to say the last one, but I don't want to offend nobody. Sex. Amen. That's three things. That's for married people now. All right. Those of you, I, I got the, all right. So what are those four things? You ready? All right. Look what he says. He says, trust in the Lord. See, in order for him to change me, the first thing I got to do, you must really, I, no, I, I want to stress this for a minute. You must really trust him. How can you ask somebody to change you when you don't even trust them? The word trust means to place your confidence in. The key here, watch this, is potential but not false security. And oftentimes what happens is we're saying we trust God, but each time we say we trust him, we're taking it back. So if you're going to, if God is going to change you, the first thing that needs to be established in the relationship is trust. Now, 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 how many of you today are struggling with trusting him? See what I'm saying? You know why it's so hard to trust him? Because you don't see him. But here's what you can see. 
you woke up this morning. You're breathing. You got a roof over your head. You got strength in your body. You should have been dead and gone. Come on, somebody. All that stuff you done did, all them people you done slept with, I mean, all those people you... We should not be here. I mean, you shouldn't be here. Should, drove home drunk. High. Come on, somebody. Missed the curb. Missed the bridge. Drove over the bridge. <laughs> my, my, my. Made it home safely. Opened the door. Got in the door, and that was about all you remembered. Then you woke up, somebody, you woke up, you didn't know where you were. You didn't know who was laying next to you. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. Y'all got holy right there. See, every time I go there, y'all get holy. What is he talking about? (laughs) Not me. Yeah, you. Yeah, you, 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 the holy one. Yeah, that's right, you. Uh-huh, yeah, that's the, I'm talking about you. The first thing you must do, the first thing is you must really trust him. When you walked into this building today, you didn't ask anybody, is this chair all right? You didn't, you didn't take it and say, let me inspect this chair. Let me, you just sit down. See, that's how you got to trust God. See, God can't change you if you can't trust him. But he can't change you if he can't trust you. And if he can't trust you, watch this, with your life, with the gifts that he's given you, with the talents that he's given you, the writer says, trust in the Lord. May I say this to you? Oh, I don't want to say that yet. May I say this to you today? You have to break that trust cycle. And you have to say, God, teach me to trust you. Listen, it's not going to happen poof. That's not how God works. God works through his word. He works through a process. He has to process you through your change. And oftentimes, the trust that we have is only for a moment, and then it leaves us. And then, and then here's the problem with most of us. We got trust issues. <laughs> Amen. How many you got trust? Amen. You got trust issues. You know why you got trust issues? Because you've been putting your, your trust in the wrong person. <laughs> but if you put your trust in the one who created everything, in the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. Amen. He spoke and stuff just start happening. Come on, somebody. That's all God did. God spoke and light came. He spoke and the animals came. He spoke and things happened. Who wouldn't trust a person like that? And can I ask you a question? Does God have a track record with you? Anybody? 
What has he done for you? Has he not brought you through some of the darkest days of your life? I know you thought it was you, baby, but it wasn't you. It was God who was transforming and changing you. And watch this. He has a track record with you. So why is it so hard for you to trust? Because your immediate situation looks tough right now. Guess what? You got to look by faith and see that in order for God to change me, I got to trust him. Watch what he says. He says, trust in the Lord. Look what he says next. He says, with all your heart. Are you with me? Next thing you must do. is you must surrender your heart totally to him. And somebody here today, I want to tell you something. You, you, you got your foot in, man, but you, you pull that thing right back. You, you know God. How can you know God and not live for God? How can you know God and not change and transform into the image that he wants you to be? Because here's the thing. The Romans chapter 12 says this. Do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. But somebody here today, you got to surrender your heart to him. That's why you can't change. That's why you've been struggling all this time. That's why you've been saying, man, I can't find the right church. I can't find this. Listen, God said, you better surrender this to me. Your mind and your heart works interchangeably. It is the seat of your emotion. It is where you get your animation from. And if the heart is sad, and if the heart Amen. It's broken. It's hard to trust. It's hard to change. And you're asking God to do something that he literally can do. But until your heart changes, that's why you haven't seen the change. That's why you can't give that stuff up. That's why you can't transform. That's why you can't have a gentle and quiet spirit because you have not fully surrendered your heart totally. I'm talking about everything God take it. Listen, when I discovered this key, I said, God, I got to surrender. And every time I find myself, let me say this, he wants it all or nothing. You can't give him peace. You know why? Because serving two is hard to do. He says either you're going to love one, or you can't, he said, this is what he said. He said you can't serve mammon, money, and God at the same time. See, here's the thing. God is into blessing people. God wants to make millionaires in his kingdom. But see, the problem we've been having in the kingdom is we can't trust anybody. Because when God blesses a person, they show their appreciation by turning their backs on them. You see, I want God to change me so that when he blesses me, I can handle it. Come on, somebody. I want God to change me so that when, amen, when he takes me to another level, I won't get full of myself. 
I want God to change me so I won't be boasting about what I did or what I did or what I accomplished. I want, to be, I want God to change me, amen, so that I can be the man that he pictured me to be. And I believe that God wants to do the same thing for you. Are you with me? Watch this now. You see, until your heart change, until your heart changes, change will never happen. Look what he says next. He says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean. You know what that word means? In the Hebrew, in the Hebrew, this word means this is where the this is why we haven't been changing. The word means to rely on oneself to my own understanding. I just making up stuff. <laughs> making up rules in the house. Just, well, see, when I was little, we this is what we did. You follow what I'm saying? You know, you know, my own understanding. You know, I'm I'm creating my own Bible. <laughs> Amen. I, I, I'm 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 coming up with a philosophy for living that's not biblical. And guess where it's leading me? Nowhere. It's, it's leading me to a dead end. So the next thing is, you must totally. See, you know what the problem is with men? You know why men don't come to church? Because they think that God is soft. Oh, I got to rely on him. Yeah, you got to rely on him. Somebody listening here today, you, 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 you're in a situation where you're panicking. And in your panic, what you're doing is you're creating situations that's going to literally drive you to the grave. I'm talking to you now. I'm talking to you now. But if you were to say, God, I trust you. I surrender to you, and God, I'm going to relax. Listen, Lord, I'm going to trust you to pay this rent. You're going to pay this rent. I know you are. Amen. God gives people raises that don't even deserve raises or should not have gotten raises. But oftentimes we're trying to change, but we're not relying. He says, do not, listen, do not support yourself. A person, the idea is having a sense of security in oneself. Listen, I can't even trust myself. <laughs> Amen. I tell you, when I walk by, when, you know, the doctors tell me don't eat this, don't eat that. And I, I start off real strong, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no fried foods, no chocolate, no, none of that kind of stuff. I'm, I'm on a limited, shoot, I'm, I should might as well be a rabbit. I'm serious. I, I, you know, and, and the way the Lord helps me with that, he said, man, you, you had many years eating bad. So go on with that now. <laughs> Amen. Eat right. Eat right. Eat right. right? But, but I want to tell you, sir, I've fallen many times. Seriously, I, I just, I, 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 the cravings, I just sometimes, you ever had a craving? And you're like, man, I got it, I got it. You know, but honestly, I never try, I never say, you know what, let me rely on God to change this. You find what I'm saying? I just give in. Yeah, you know what, it'd be all right. And then one turn into a whole bag. <laughs> the other night I ate a whole bag of, uh, what you call them things? 
<laughs> oh yeah. And then the police over here. <laughs> That's the trail mix police, y'all. What you doing eating that? Oh, dang, God. <laughs> she want to give me a ticket. <laughs> she come, I started hiding that stuff. I'm like, Shh, nothing. <laughs> like a little kid. I said, what you eat, nothing? See, when we trust in our own resources, we're limited. But if I were to rely, listen, these four things are very important. And if God's going to change you, he's got, you have to. You know, I hate to say you got to, but you have to. It's, it's imperative that you do it. Amen. Because if you, and listen, some of us have a hard time relying on God. Listen, I see some of your faces when stuff start going wrong. You're like tripped out, man. I'm like, dang, God, what is going on? But if you rely on God, re- listen, if he's going to change you, see, watch this. The change is going to come because the more you lean on him, the more you depend on him, the more you've surrendered to him, the more he will start working through you. And listen, listen, those things that you're struggling with to change will begin to start leaving you and God will start teaching you new habits. Come on, somebody. He'll start teaching you new way of doing it. He'll start giving you wisdom so that you can walk in his word and you can start holding on to his unchanging hands and you'll start quoting scripture that, yeah, even though youths may grow weary, they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. He'll mount them up with wings like evil. They will run and not get weary. That's what you'll learn. You'll learn how to trust him, how to depend on him. Listen, depending on God is one of the greatest things that you and I can ever do because we get an opportunity to have a slice of heaven on earth because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. He lives with you. He walks with you. Parakaleo, he walks alongside you. And when you don't know where to go and when you've lost direction in life, God will show up and show out because you are totally relying on him. Do I have anybody here today who can say that I'm going to trust in the Lord with all my heart? You see, self can be very deceiving. The moment that you say you got it, you don't. Self can be very deceiving. Watch this. When you rely, watch this. When you rely on you, you'll never change. Because you, the members of your body, wants to remain the same. You, the flesh, will always gravitate to things that kills you. Come on, somebody. The flesh is only going to be drawn to darkness, not to light. The flesh, amen, only wants outbursts of anger, strife, enmity, sorcery, which is where we get the English word pharmakia, amen, where we get the word 
pharmacy, which is sorcery, which is witchcraft, which is drug use, smoking weed, y'all. That's all that is. Getting high. That's what the flesh wants. The flesh gravitates, watch this, and not just smoking weed, but taking over, listen, uh, prescription drugs. Watch this, to numb the pain is not change, baby. You want to sleep your way through it? Let me tell you something. You can't sleep your way through it because in the morning you got to get up. And guess what you got to do? You got to deal with reality. And until you face that demon in his eyes and say, listen, God is in me. Greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. Then my change is going to come. See, we have to stop allowing Satan to talk to us and talk us out of our change. Come on, somebody. Somebody here today, I want to tell you, the devil wants to talk you out of your change, but God says you are greater than that. Watch the text. The text right here, I'm closing. Verse 6. He says, in all your ways, acknowledge now, let me tell you what that word acknowledge means. It means to get acquainted with. Pretty deep, right? To be familiar with something. In all your ways, acknowledge him. See, when you think about acknowledge, you're thinking, oh, I'll think about it. No, that's not what it means. Acknowledge means to become intimate. Acknowledge means to become familiar with. You want to know why a lot of us ain't changed? You know why I haven't changed in certain areas of my life? Because I'm not acquainted with God in that area. My last point. You must get to know God. We haven't even scratched the surface and if you want to go deeper, if you want to go deeper with God, you got to get to know him. And when you know God, baby, let me tell you something. When you know him, you know stuff like this. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. You'll know stuff like this. You'll know I've been young, but now I'm old. But I've never seen the righteous forsaken, nor their seed begging bread. When you know God, come on somebody, when you know God, you know that, listen, I may be down right now, but guess what, baby, I'm coming back. The Bible says the steps of a good man are ordered. First of all, my steps are ordered by the Lord. And when he falls, and he will fall, he will not be hurled headlong, for the Lord will hold him up with his righteous right hand. See, I understand I'm going to fall, but when I know what I know, what I know, what I know, what I know about God, I know that he will always be there. And there are times in this journey, do you remember those cordless phones? Y'all remember, the, the, I'm talking about the ones at the house. Amen. You remember when you used to talk on them? 
Amen. They start beep, beep. <laughs> you know, they start beeping out on you. Then all of a sudden you're talking and the line go dead. What you got to do, right? Amen. You got to go back to the what? You got to go back to the base. Come on, somebody. Y'all ain't trying to hear me. You got to go back to the base. And when you lay it on the base for about two minutes, you can pick it back up and you got power. Some of us are living away from the base. Come on, somebody. Some of us are relying on our own understanding. Some of us are relying on our own power. Some of us are relying on our own resources. But I want to encourage you to get back to the base. Get connected with Jesus. Because on this resurrection day, he wants to change you. Lord, change me today. Lord, change my heart. Lord, change my mind. Regulate my thoughts, Lord. Transform me into the man you want me to be. Do I have anybody here this morning who want to change life? Do I have anybody here this morning? Hallelujah. You got a little clicking in your life. You got a little trouble in your life. But I want to tell you something, baby. You got to get back to base. You got to trust God. You got to depend on him. You got to rely on him. You got to give him all you got. Why? Because he promised you that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'm so glad today that I understand what it means to rely on Jesus. Because when I can't do anything for myself, I know I got to hold on to his unchanging hand. The Bible tells me that he stretched out the sky. He gave the moon his where the moon is supposed to be. He hung the sun in the sky. Do I have anybody here today that know that he's a powerful God? He woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. He put food on my table. He's a good and mighty God. I thank God today that he rose from the dead on a resurrection Sunday. And when he rose from the dead, he gave me a second chance to live because he lives I live. Do you know him today? Have you tried him today? Is he all right? Say yeah. Say yeah. He's a good God, I tell you. And if you want change today, you got to surrender your life totally to Jesus. They hung him high. They stretched him wide, dropped him low, put him in a borrowed tomb. But early, somebody ought to say early, early Sunday morning, 2,000 years ago, he got up with power in his hands. High five your neighbor and say, neighbor, God's going to change me. I'm no longer what I used to be because of Jesus. Give him a praise, y'all. Say yeah. Say yeah. Yeah. Yes to your will. Yes to your way. Yes, I'll obey. Whatever you want, God, I'll give it to you. Lord, change me. Come on and thank him today. Come on and praise him today.
Lord, change me. You know how frustrating it is to live a life where you feel like you're stuck? Not, not today. Today you can get your freedom. Today, God wants to change you. The change must begin in the heart. You know, you know when I read that song, that's a very familiar song. I'm proverb. It's a very familiar proverb. You know, you've heard it. You've heard it before. But when you relate it to what God wants to do for you, it makes a lot of sense. God does not want you to have a false sense of security in yourself. Saints, today God wants to change.